Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. In that case, I think this can be a very, very quick meeting because, frankly, we only have two members here. I wish we had had Ray, but I know he has a commitment, so I wish we had a Jay and other people who weighed in. Um, we can dispense with this in fairly short order. Um, everyone has seen the draft. Have Has everyone here seen the preamble? I've not gotten any feedback on it. Um, that looks great. I have. Janelle? Yeah, yes, I have. Okay, um, good. Um, words like irremediable does does that help or confuse the membership i'm i'm fine with it just thinking okay. of the audience that was um, my only only comment you know my attitude is that's what dictionaries are for but uh, but but i don't want to talk above the audience either i i'll give it some consideration but i'm inclined to keep it you know but i i think it's a very polished piece of work okay thanks i I thought that too, but then again, I wrote it. Um, and, you know, I don't know if you had heard, I don't know if you guys either have heard, I think the game plan, you've, you've seen what I've written. I think the game plan is for, I guess it would be me. I mean, it, it would rightfully fall to the chair of the committee to make this motion, but John hasn't really been a part of this. So I am happy to make the motion uh, an affirmative motion. And, and matter of fact, give me a send. I will send something out to the committee to make to, to make sure that's non-controversial. I'll send that out after get, getting off this meeting a call. But um, that I, as a spokesman for the committee, affirmatively move that the package be considered as a block or as a as a package. Uh, at that point, my hope is Dan can proceed one of two ways. We can either have a hands up vote on the meeting or Dan can ask if there's any objection to that and if there is no objection if no single person raises their hand it goes forward as a block which will have the salient benefit of not breaking it up into three separate votes or a ballot where you're voting on three questions and God help us if one fails and if anyone fails the whole integrative nature be thankful I didn't use the word integrate if I was going to, uh, and did in my first draft. <laughs> it, this really needs to go as a package. It absolutely does. I don't think we'll get pushback on it, um, but I think an affirmative motion needs to be made. And if it's made in the name of the committee, then it does not require a second. And since Dan is here, I'll, he's already heard what I said. He can, You can handle it as, if there's any objection, please raise your hand, then you know, so ordered. Uh, if somebody objects, then you take a quick vote. But as was pointed out in the meeting just held in Paul's Tuesday topics, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They, we've we've adopted the standing rules of the convention and perhaps one or two other uh, pretty much pro forma votes were taken via a hand raise in, in the Zoom meeting platform or using the meeting platform. Yep. Um, so if I, I if we could get a formal motion from the committee, then I can we can present that on Sunday, um, and just ask for a, a, a voice vote, which would be a raise of hands vote for the. I'll draft that circulated to, to the committee if the committee uh, agrees with that. That doesn't even need to be part of the committee report. We won't, the committee report says we strongly uh, recommend, and then I might say I'll just assume it's going to be me. 
consistent with uh, comment two in the report which circulated the amendments just read, I move in the name of the committee that this be considered as an in block. Mm -hmm. En banc, E-N-B-A-N-C. Um, I won't say that though, because that's legalese and people will freak out. <laughs> yeah. And I think that would be good. And then we can ask if there's any debate and then go ahead and call the question, uh, right. approving the motion. I, God, to I don't think there'll be debate. People yeah. want this and, yeah. and you know, just worst case you have scenario, a question. Have, worst case scenario, we might have to have a vote on it, but at least it wouldn't have to be a record vote. <laughs> Dear right, God. right. Hopefully. Yep. John, I think so, you had a question if somebody yeah, is here. You ready entertaining question? Oh, oh Frank. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just I don't understand why it doesn't need a, a second. Because it's coming out of a committee. A, a motion coming out of a committee to the to the body doesn't require a second. Because there's presumed oh. to be more than two committee members who who want it. That's a good point. A, yeah, that's per <laughs> that's per Denise Erminger's uh, advice, and I do remember that from Robert's rules. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. I learned that at the beginning of the convention too, which is mm -hmm. you learn something new every day. <laughs> yep. Right. I think we do have. Uh, I've named two of the three guests I saw previously. If we, I'm uh, Randy. If you want to see if anyone wants to raise their hand and uh, comment, if not, yes, we have we have okay. some hands raised. Good. I'm okay. For you. Let's so, let's do it. All right. So, first person I have is Brian Charlson, and Whoa. Brian, you should now be allowed to talk, which means you can unmute. There we go. Actually, it isn't Brian, it's Paul Edwards, but it's close. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but thanks, Randy. Um, I, Massachusetts, I appreciate Paul. it. <laughs> um, with you. <laughs> the, long time no see, you guys. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was actually going to make the suggestion to you that Dan made. So um, for the most part, I don't need to speak, but to, but to, to, to let folks know that um, probably by tomorrow, um, there will be um, a a podcast version of uh, this week's Tuesday topics up, and last week's Tuesday topics is also already up. So, in both of those, if you want more details um, on the Constitution and bylaws and exactly what the changes are, um, that's a good spot to get them. Um, so, um, feel free to um, go to ACB media.org slash podcasts and you'll find ACB Tuesday topics there um, and we'll be able to get a, a two-hour program from last week and an almost one-hour program from this week on the topic of the constitutional changes which I think may help people if you're not sure exactly what's going on. Very good. Good resource. All right. So next is Rick Moran, and you should now be able to um, Paul, that was, and talk. Paul, that was a shameless plug. Wow. Got our, getting our Tuesday topics, folks, here. Uh, Can you guys yeah, hear me? Like, well, see, I didn't know whether this was going to be streamed or not, so. Yeah. Uh, so what we might do is okay. I'm 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 here, guys. Yeah, there you There's are. Rick. I'm, I'm here. I was just telling Paul that was a shameless plug, but uh, you know that's okay. <laughs> um, we've we've been streaming since the top, 
So just okay. FYI. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh thank okay. you, Rick. Okay. okay. Appreciate okay. it. And, and that's it for me. Oh, right, great. Thank okay. Thanks. Okay. Uh, next is Peter Hyde, and you should now be able to unmute and talk. I think that you can hear me. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Section 28 of uh, Robert's Rules says that uh, not only do you not need a second for the motion, but it's not debatable. It's able to be amended, but not debatable. Oh, the motion to consider as a block? Yes, yeah, that your your language is to consider in whole, and that that's that's a non-debatable uh, motion. That's kind of what I thought, but I think what about there's um, section twenty six? I think is division of a question. What about what about you know they, that 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 they are, uh, that they are not able to make that. Um, they're not able to make that that uh, recommendation at that time. That it would have to, they would have to defeat your motion to consider it in whole and then make a motion to separate. Mm, wow. Okay. Well, I think we want to, no disrespect to you, Peter. Um, I'm, yeah. I think we'll run that by, you know, we'll make sure yeah. that, the, we, that Denise concurs. Right. Mm -hmm. But I like uh, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it says it says that the motion can be amended, but not debated. Mm. Yeah, because because I mean that makes sense at a certain you're either gonna do it or you're not. You know? right. what, what would what would you um amend it to do? You know, well, you, either, you see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So that's all I got. All right. Well, thank you, Peter. And Peter, uh, why we got you here, uh, John, you and Peter had had some excellent discussions on uh on uh, last Thursday, yeah, uh, we did. and and you, uh, I think in the one um, uh, bylaw, you included the language that Peter had suggested, right? Yes, and it actually, you know, if we hadn't done a wholesale rewrite or looked carefully at what was um, what the quote current language was, I looked up at the current language, and it gave me the ideal fix. And uh, Peter's impressive. I um, I am I will I am urging Peter to. Put his hat in the ring if you call for huh? committee members. Okay, but <laughs> but the fix was beautiful. Yeah. Well, you pointed it out. I, we missed it. We missed it. Clear and simple. But uh, I'm glad that it, you know, addressed the issue. Um, I figured you would chime in if it didn't. My sense is that it did. And uh, only recently have we been uh, put in touch with each other or have been given the wherewithal to directly communicate. And uh, you know. It was an excellent uh, catch, excellent catch. Well, good. Thank you. And thank you, Peter. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Next, we have Chris Prey. And Chris, you should now be able to. Audio now unmuted alert. Yep. Okay. I think I'm here. You are. <laughs> hey, Chris. As hey. is your screen reader, but that's okay. <laughs> Still fighting through a few audio issues with Zoom. We'll get them solved sooner or later. <clears throat> anyway. Um, and now lowered alert. Raise hand. The question I'd like to raise and ask people to think about is that uh, I do not ever remember, with only one exception, which I'll get to, remember a time when ACB divided, uh, did not divide amendments and consider each amendment at one time. And I think if you do that, 
maybe you can win that, maybe not, but you're going to get a lot of pushback. <clears throat> and not only that, you may further entrench dissent about this whole idea. It doesn't seem wise to me to, to make that division because there are lots of separate issues involved in the amendments. And one does not always impinge on the other. So I would urge you to be very cautious about doing that. I think it's a mistake. Well, um, thank you for that input. I don't know if you've seen the latest draft where Article 11 is not included. I, I think Article 11 made any push to have them considered as a block uh, problematic in addition to the fact that the amending of Article 11, which deals with amendments itself, uh, that was tampering with that, uh, amending that was not, strictly speaking, necessary in order for us to uh, proceed with our charge, and that was to propose such amendments as we, the Constitution and Bylaws Committee, considered necessary to bring our meeting and voting practices mm. into alignment with the D.C. Code. Um, I think passing them individually and taking the risk of one failing, I really don't see that any, any amendments are going to fail, but it's the right of a member to at least raise a vote, which I think would require a majority vote to, um, that risk before. Okay. And well, we've always gotten through it one way or another, and this would be absolutely unusual, uh, if not amazing, procedure for ACB to follow. Well, I think the highly integrative nature of the reports that are coming up before us makes that practice certainly, if not outright warranted, makes it advisable. I, I stand by that. So I guess kind of bylaws will take that into effect, take that under advisement, and we we take the risk, we take the risk. I, I respect your view. I don't agree with it. Um, and I think there are considerations of how many votes, you know, how deep in the hole do we want to get with uh, the remote voting logistics that would be required to be to consider them separately. Very well. Just okay. thank you for your yeah. big lot of pushback. Okay. All right. Next, we have Alice Richard. And Alice, you should not be able to unmute. Okay. Um, I have a question, uh, another question, and that is, you know, we have lots of people who aren't on email lists, and um, so I'm, you know, when it was convention time, a lot of this stuff went out to folks through snail mail, and I know that didn't happen this time. So how are folks supposed to be able to vote on something that they're not going to be able to read ahead of time? My understanding um, is it's going to be on uh, the, the Washington Connection, and that will be announced. Um, every announced through email, correct? No, it's the Alice it's Eric. It's it's our phone system. You call into, and there's a series of uh, like voicemail boxes that Sharon Levering reads into. And uh, well, I know what Washington be, Connect is. I understand that, but. People, how are they going to know that people that don't have email? Because that's how it'll come out is an email. I guess it's going to be up to me to call all my members and let them know where to go to be able to read it. 
at least the ones I know that don't have access to email. And I have quite a few members who don't have access to email. Well, I would suggest that I think, and Connie isn't here, but Dan, you're here. Um, we urge Connie to put out something on the president's list or the yep. leadership list, maybe. Well, uh, it's going to go out on the, besides, it'll go out on the president's list, leadership list, the conversation list. So the presidents can can run it through their phone trees if, yep. if they need to. Yeah, that's what I'm going to suggest. I mean, that's, you know. I the, mean, the, 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 there's, there's not much else we can do, guys. I mean, we, we're doing the best we can. It's, it's going to be, you know, if you're, if Alice, if you or anyone is concerned about that, and you should be, then make sure when this stuff comes out that people are calling people and letting them know. Um, we've got one in Illinois that uh, is the same way. And, you know, we've made, um, I mean, I've already committed to call her as soon as the information's out so that she knows. So that's about the best we can do, I think. Yeah, and, and obviously, they, if they have a phone, they can, they can call in and, and hear the amendments read on, on Saturday. Um, they will all be read uh, as required by the Constitution. I certainly agree that it would be desirable to hear them before uh, the 14th. Yeah. Um, and and um, if we didn't have that constitutional provision already in effect, we could have handled this more, you know, a lot more quickly um, by even dispensing with the, the session that merely reads them if there's universal distribution. Uh, of course, we're, that course of action is not open to us this year, given that we are operating under the existing constitution. But I would urge people to read the document earlier than later um, because it, it is somewhat technical. Uh, uh, read the current language and then read the, in all cases, well, not, not, in, not in the case of question, uh, not question, article nine, we just added a sentence at the end of the, uh, we just added a sentence at the end of that article. Uh, which takes language directly from the DC code. Yes, it's it's linguistically awkward. Uh, Frank Cuda, you pointed that out, and I hear what I hear what you're saying, and I agree with you. But I'm not at all well disposed to um, tampering. No, I understand. With, no, with no, statutory I, language. You know, I, I did want to come back and talk to you about that. I didn't want you to think that I was being dismissive. If it was good enough for the uh, American Law Institute or for the uh, people in Washington, D.C. and whatever other jurisdictions have adopted the code, as awkward as the language is with the, uh, you know, side-by-side -side adverbs, uh, concurrent, substantially concurrently, I'm inclined to use it. Uh, it. It makes the grant of authority almost unassailable, <laughs> particularly in light of the deference that is accorded to bylaws when they're not inconsistent with law. Um, but where was I going with this? Um, yeah, back to the, uh, I, I believe, you know, um, we've got commitment from uh, Eric and, and uh, Sharon that they'll get it read into the Washington Connection. Yeah, meaning that have. people will have hope. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope it gets on the uh, Washington Connection by Thursday. That's why I'm committed to releasing by, you know, one, let's, since the world lives on Eastern time, I've found that out the hard way sometimes living here um, in, in Tucson. <laughs> I never really doubted it, but now I'm living it. So uh, I will defer to that convention and say it'll be released 1 p.m. Eastern. And um, is it is it going to be read somewhere on ACB Media as well? 
Um, uh, read on ACB media. I, yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Could we could we could we read it on one of the? Could we have it? You know, playing in a loop on one of the ACB media streams. Would that be possible to uh, give um, folks yet another avenue I, to, like ten, for example? I, I, that would be Rick. Rick is luckily our streamer today and our our ACB media person. So, Rick, I'll I'll send that over to you for for thought. Hey Dan, it's Eric. Um, yeah. this is this is something that we can explore. Um, okay, and if, if you know we're able to do it, um, we can notify uh, folks where the recording is and how they, you know, what what channel or in what yeah. format. Yeah, yeah. Like we had ten for the convention information. Mm -hmm. be, go over there and probably wouldn't cause any impact to other things. Okay. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, Eric. Paul is has has his hand up again. Yet so, again. Yes. So, uh, I'm giving him. Yep. I'm giving him guff or grief. <laughs> All right, Paul slash Brian. So Paul. Yeah. yeah, we're not sure. Actually, actually, I just forgot to to to, to lower my hand. But but oh, okay. Uh, I just just so everybody knows, uh, we are we are on ACB Media One and ACB Media Five. So. Um, folks do have two oppor two different opportunities to listen to our presentation. Oh, good. Well, again, for those of you who came, who might have come in late, there'll be a final draft released tomorrow, and you know, final with a capital F, meaning what you'll see from what is released out of Con and Bylaws tomorrow is what we intend to have read and put before the assembly, put before the membership in convention assembled uh, the 14th and the 15th pursuant to that special order of uh, business. Um, and Article 11 is off the table. We are not amending our current constitutional article that deals with amendment of the Constitution. That is off the table. The meeting article only has one additional sentence Okay, and that basically gives the code, uh, cites the Washington, D.C. nonprofit code, uh, incorporates language therefrom, saying that this organization is expressly authorized to conduct meetings uh, either exclusively or in hybrid fashion. I'm not, don't use these words exactly. You can look at the document because I don't have it in front of me. And, um, but it says, you know, whether exclusively or in hybrid fashion, by means of the internet or other media that uh, other platform or electronic system that provides for uh, participation, voting, comment, and the ability for folks to see and hear each other. Because the first part of that is a little bit moot with respect to the lion's share of us, but you know, we can see and hear each other substantially concurrently with uh, the occurrence of whatever's going on. That is an awkward way, but I commend the statutory language to you, which will be quoted and cited in the uh, in the document to be released tomorrow. I, I think, um, and then Article 3C and Article 2D are pretty much cheek by jowl. They uh, prescribe how the voting would be handled or in, in broad terms. We're not mentioning any specific platform. We're not, we don't talk about raising of hands. Uh, it is general enough to incorporate any 
technology that might subsequently come along that would dwarf Zoom or be a little bit better for meetings. I don't know what that program would be, but we have drafted language that is sufficiently broad and just speaks to the principle of remote voting and speaks in general terms of how it would be carried out. So it's it provides the requisite latitude without being overly prescriptive. Um, I honestly think that Common bylaws has has done as much as it can reasonably do. It's it's time to bring the gavel down. The only remaining business I see that common bylaw needs to do is to have a discussion with our parliamentarian about the mechanics of bringing it forward, uh, uh, and to for me to get affirmative assent from my from the committee, which I pretty much think I have uh, on the preamble language. The the this is the amendments are going to be brought forward in a uh, an official report, um, which actually didn't take me all but maybe 45 minutes to write. Um, thought it was going to take longer, but it, it sets forth the history, the motion pursuant to which we were convened, um, and make some comments about, uh, you know, it urges, first of all, we recommend a due pass on all of the amendments to be proposed both individually and collectively. Uh, and uh, I don't know, I can't think of anything else right now. It's just This is Frank. Yeah. I was just thinking about what, what Chris was saying. And I wonder if it would be um, positive and, and uh, worthwhile to point out in your introduction, your preamble, that, that this is addressed in Robert's rules, bringing it to the table, you know, as a whole. It's a totally proper and uh, uh, positive way of dealing with certain things when that's, when you know, when it, that's the, the way that it's best to do it. And uh, that's why it's covered in Robert's rules, you know. I, yeah, I don't think I'd get a fast enough turnaround from the parliamentarian to to include something like that. That can be said if it becomes somewhat contentious. Well, on the, and I think I think Chris's objection to it is philosophical, uh, not mechanical. He, he might be willing to take a look at Robert's rules and agree that it's permitted and that it might be advisable, but I think he would still well, have I think, philosophic. Him and others, and I want to yeah. just... And I, and I think, and this is Ray, and I think, John, also that um, that um, I think it needs to be pointed out as strongly as possible as we discuss this, that we, we need both. We need the authority to do meetings remotely, and we need the authority to do remote voting. And yeah, we that's why we're bringing this as a whole, because yeah. we need both. Yeah. I don't want to beat this to death, but why the heck would you, you know, authorize remote meetings, which <laughs> yeah. as envisioned under the DC code, incorporate the means of a means of voting. So why would you pass article nine and then blow off article three C and two and bylaw two D it's so patently obvious that this needs to go as a package that I'm, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping that it, that it just happens. If there is a motion to separate, uh, I'll speak candidly, it, it requires a majority vote and I hope it fails. Such motion would fail, I would hope that. And then the people who are disgruntled have a choice to make to uh, vote the package up or down, but I, I'm 
I don't mean to be cocky here. I think there's sufficient will among the membership that this passed that that um, it won't be torpedoed in that fashion. I guess that's putting it pretty starkly, but I guess there comes a time for Frank speaking. I intend no disrespect to Chris or the constituency he might represent in you know, in talking about history and talking about severability of amendments. But I also don't recall taking this monumental a step with respect to our governing instruments. I will allow or I will own having said any number of times, any number of times during the Kim Charlson administration from 2013 to 2019, I said, whoever comes into the president's role after 2019 will face the most incredible Herculean level of sea change in our organization, necessary sea change, cultural shift. And that does not mean, you know, turning into the other organization. The, I think it's insulting for people to think that the people who are involved in this haven't been sufficiently inculcated into the democratic values of our organization. I try not to view those you know, who are very critical of some things that we've advanced as as uh, not trusting the current members of the Con and Bylaws Committee. But I will stand behind my own conviction, both with respect to myself personally and the members of the committee, that we are well inculcated with ACB's democratic values and we are not seeking seeking to abrogate those. We're just trying to make a system that's workable and that's consistent with a 21st century dynamics. Well, um, and frankly, we're trying to do, we are bringing forward what you asked us for as members to do by a 99.2% majority vote. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're doing what you asked us to do. So, um, and nothing more. And that's, you know, that was, that's one of the big things I've been concerned about in through this process has been scope creep. And, I think I think especially taking Article 11 off the table. I think we've got we've got something that does what the members asked us to do in their 99.2 percent approval, and uh, we'll just have to we'll, we'll see how it goes. And you know, if somebody wants to move to, as you say, to divide, then they're free to do that. But um, I will um, I will speak I will. Sharing your candor there, John, and uh, speak strongly against such a motion. So, I think such a motion would fail. Um, that would not break my heart at all. Um, I think this is the first time that we have considered a series of amendments which are as highly integrated in their outcome as these amendments are. Um, and I, I think the the articles against severability are, are just over the top sound. Um, as, as you said, or as we have said, why in God's name would you vote to have remote meetings, which envisions the ability to vote under the DC code, and then strip yourself of a mechanism for achieving that by voting down Article 3C and, and right. 2D. I think even a cursory reading of the amendments clearly demonstrates to anybody um, with even a modest level of intellect that that they really need to go up or down as a as a as a package um, but if the if the membership votes against that then that's what they do 
By the way, I hope I stay on the air. We're getting nasty storms around here. Okay. So. Well, I don't know that we'll be on too, too much longer. Um, if I can, I'll invite Randy to see if we got hands raised. Uh, I don't know that I see the need to we, stay on too much longer. Have, we do have hands raised. So my oh, question let's steal is, them. do you want, do you want hands that haven't been up yet or do you just want yeah, to Yeah, let's, forward? I think it's, I think it is fair to take those who have not yet okay. had a chance to speak. In so in that case, the first one would be Chris Prentice. I think, John, I think I would reiterate, reiterate what y'all have said, that uh, that these things are integral to each other. And if we're going to do one, we do need, I mean, the, I think that's the the whole preamble to the package is, look, uh, you don't do one without the other. If you, you know, there's no sense in even meeting virtually if you can't vote, because part of the reason we meet is to vote and to to get business done because it is a business meeting. And if you can't, if you can't vote, then why meet? You know, it's, it's just kind of, it's, it's totally useless to do one without the other. And so I, I think that's just, they're, you know, this, you know, it's like playing baseball without a bat and a ball. I mean, you've got to have yeah. both. <laughs> well, thank you for that. To state the patently obvious, I very much concur. <laughs> Okay. Uh, the next person is uh, Chris Prey. Actually, this is Alice. Oh, Can okay. you hear me? And I just had a, I needed to ask a quick question and then a request, depending on the answer. My phone got interfered with and I missed it. Did Rick say they would be able to stream it on the media channels? I think Eric indicated it's under consideration, but I think I I don't see that that would be overly challenging. I don't want to speak for Eric. Uh, Eric, just well, yeah. then my request, if 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 it's possible, Eric, my request was going to be that if we do find out it's going to be if Cindy could put it out to the president's list because making a calling post call to let my members know they can go out and listen to it on the A would certainly make it a lot easier for my folks to get out there and read it. And would okay. certainly make it a little easier on me to notify will, uh, everybody. Sure, sure, Alice. Well, I mean, we'll get we'll get that out um, likely as part of a uh, a message that has some other helpful content in it as well. But it'll go. That would be cool. It'll go. It'll go far and wide. So, president's list and other lists as well. That would be great. Thank you, and thank you for the suggestion, Ray. I think it's a perfect solution. Yeah, two heads okay. are better than one. Welcome. All right, next person is Rick Morin. Yeah, hi, guys. Um, we'll be more than happy to get that stuff up on ACB Media. So if I can get the language first thing tomorrow, uh, we'll get it up on ACB Media. I was trying to answer before, but I had no way to unmute myself. So, um, yes, the answer is yes, we'll get it up. Well, I would obviously clear it with uh, your chain of command there, Rick. But as far as I'm concerned, once it goes to Connie, you know, if you yeah, have no, a direct no, line, you know, no, you, you, yeah, we will do it. We, it it yeah. makes absolute sense to do it. We will do it. From and after 10 o'clock my time tomorrow, it's it's literally out of my hands. You know, it's, at that point, it's all a matter of distribution. And John, National. be thinking of um, who who do you want to read this on uh, on Saturday and Sunday from the committee? 
Betsy Grinovich might be a good person to read it. I'm not the best person to read it. I don't read Braille courtesy of a drunk driver. Um, and I don't have a Braille display, which, you know, well, why would I have one if I can't read Braille effectively? And trying to parrot or follow behind Jaws, that, that's, it's too herky-jerky. Um, I have no strong preference, but it needs to be read by somebody who can read it with the flow that, that will make it comprehensible. If, and, and we can discuss, you and I can back channel on that. If Betsy's, gonna, if Betsy's willing to do it, that would be great. Um, I'll be happy to be her backup should something happen. Janelle could do a good job too. Janelle, you know. Yes, she could. So. Um, think about because we'll want to uh, have them have a panelist invite so they'll be on oh, that okay, side of yeah. the webinar. Okay. We will uh, yeah. certainly talk so about that. Just but it, let me know by tomorrow. Yeah, or, as much work Thursday. as I've done on it, I'm not your best man to, to read it. Okay. Know? Yeah, we could we could have you there for clarification, but I think it would be oh, good yeah, to have I, one of the other members perhaps be the reader. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Okay. Are there more questions, Randy? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so I have uh, Chris Prey, and Chris, you should now be able to uh, unmute and talk. Audio now unmuted alert. Yep. Betsy Greenevich okay. has joined the meeting alert. Oh, we have Betsy joining us too. Sorry to interrupt. So let me and now lowered alert. Let me try and Raise clarify hand. something, if I might. You know, you may be shocked to hear me say it. Uh, I could well vote in favor of, of this whole new voting process over the weekend. Clearly it's what the organization wants and clearly it's going to win. Um, and despite my own reservations, I can accept that. I mean, I, that, that's not the issue. And the issue is not dividing the virtual meeting and the vote. I'm not advocating that. <clears throat> I mean, that would be crazy. But there are other issues that, that could be involved that may or may not be right to divide. Uh, the biggest example that, that I know of is the idea of abandoning the paper ballots for those assembled at convention. You know, can you imagine the pandemonium we're gonna have? Cell phones on, people talking, uh, no attention, it's it's to my mind as a as a presider a recipe for disaster and i think that there could well be a, a good uh, a good outcome if that were discussed and thought about more thoroughly among the entire membership um, i do think that frank raised a very good point and john i would strongly encourage you to at least uh, cite the Roberts Rules of Order that you're that you're invoking, so people can have a chance to read it. <clears throat> I do have the Roberts Rules of Order <laughs> uh, on my computer. Yeah, I do too. Well, let's talk. Well, it's interesting because mine isn't reading. I have to clip sections of it and put it into a text file. I, I have the uh, folio. What's the word? Um, I, I do have a CD version of it, um, uh, and but boy, and, and they're going to release one that's more Windows 10 friendly. But <laughs> come ahead, I didn't mean to sidetrack. So, so I go back to my original point on that. Okay. If 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 this wins in a package or not in a package, and I think it mm -hmm. will, mm -hmm. 
to put it in a package and not even uh, justify it in terms of new Roberts rules, we always got to worry about what's new, is going to alienate people who are already alienated by this happening. That doesn't serve anybody's purpose. Maybe you can't, you know, dot every I and cross every T, <clears throat> but on the other hand, you could at least reassure some people that uh, we're not just doing what we're doing uh, because we can. Okay, so, my my thinking would be that Robert's Rules is permissive on this point. Um, but I, I will happily look at 20, God bless Peter Heidi. Um, and, I, and I'll discuss this with our parliamentarian. I don't know if it can, well, it may come out in a subsequent communication. I don't, I don't think I can get Denise no, to fine. respond before the time it needs to be released. But if there's, if there's any parliamentary authority in support of the action we're taking, albeit that it may come out after the release of the report, I, I will ask that that be promulgated far and wide because I do not want to be seen as arbitrary or anti-democratic. That is not our intent. I think that'd be fine. And even, even if it has to come out uh, during the meeting on Saturday or Sunday, oh yeah, fine. at least it's been done. Good. Yeah. No. And well, I mean, I can't, uh, I don't want to say too, too much here. Uh, I believe Denise has been added to our uh, constitution bylaw committee and there was once or twice where I invited input and didn't get it. So uh, I can't, I can't speak to that. And I don't want to see. Yeah, I think she's uh, I'll help uh, reach out if, if I need to on Thursday. I think she had a prior, I think she had a commitment when I okay. talked to her. That's, they, I'm not, yeah. it's not my so we'll, we'll, I don't want yeah. to torpedo her here publicly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll, but I, I had kind of indicated to her that we yeah, may yeah, need, we her need her input her on the 12th. So, you know, we, yeah. yeah, we need her yeah. close by. Yeah, um, for sure. In the, in the next couple of days, because yeah. uh, I'm not a babe in the woods with parliamentary procedure, but I am not a parliamentarian, a certified or otherwise, mm. you know, yeah. and, and that that's a good point, Chris. Certainly, I appreciate that. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, next we have, I'm going to say Kadru, and Kadru, you should now be able to uh, unmute. Ms. Casey, um, I was talking with our president uh, several days ago, and um, president of your affiliate or Michigan affiliate. Okay, know? okay, good, good. Um, I just wanted to clarify that, Casey. So yeah, go. Please go ahead. Yes. So my question is that this only involves voting uh, with the elections. This does not involve amending passing resolutions or amending bylaws, am I correct? Correct, this does not address that. These are the minimal constitutional and bylaw amendments required to uh, allow us to remote uh, meet remotely, either exclusively a total remote meeting or as a hybrid component of an in-person meeting and yeah, to vote and, and to prescribe some voting procedures that, that, that at least with respect to uh, voting on elections for office and on our governing instruments, which is really a combined instrument of common bylaws. Those, frankly, the right to vote on those two items is guaranteed or uh, is, is conveyed by DC statute to which we are subject. And frankly, we've not honored that low these past 
well, you know, 11 years since the code went into effect on 2010. I don't know what previous versions of the code said about that, but uh, we've been uh, remiss, let me just say it that way. So if somebody tries to bring up resolutions or bylaws as part of an amendment or um, that's not part of the motion, that wasn't part of the motion that was passed. Is that, and so I assume that's how you would handle that? We're proceeding incrementally. There are going to be discussions over the course of the next year about how we can integrate resolutions uh, into at, you know, some level, provide some level of voting. Uh, for resolutions that incorporates those who are unable to attend convention. What that's going to look like, what the cost factors are there, uh, that's a discussion for another day. Because, and, and the reason why it is, was first of all, we would have been biting off more than we could chew if we tried to consider that in the two weeks accorded to us you know, that have transpired since July 23rd. There's no that's, way we, you know. Yeah. But That's what I told is, our president. That's what I told our president. And, and yeah. I, I would I would be for this motion. However, you do it, whether you whether you combine all three articles together or not, I, I think. But I think that you you're going to have to make the point uh, very clear to people that this is only about uh, the election of uh, of officers and board members for people having the right to vote. Resolutions and bylaws are not part of this yes, discussion. Yeah. Well, well, bylaws are bylaws constitution and, and bylaws. Are. The, the constitution yeah. and bylaws are part of it. What's not part of it? Because irrespective of how people may feel about it, the right to vote on policy positions, et cetera, is not a guaranteed right, is not a protected right, is not a conferred right under the D.C. code. That's a value neutral statement of fact. You can read the code up and down. And if you can find a provision that says that there is such a right, I invite you to bring it to my attention. Oh. That is not to say, not to say that we shouldn't attempt to bring that about at some level, but it does not get the same level of statutory yeah. protection we as, we, uh, we understand casey that uh, there's a very a very large concern out well i don't know how large it is but there is a concern uh out there in amongst the um, rank and file membership that because the board has been voting on resolutions that the membership won't get that power back and none of us want that and so Sure. Uh, I think I think that you know again we need to we need to get the procedures in place uh, and aligned with DC code. But all of us are fully committed to moving ahead just as soon as that's done and beginning a process to uh, figure out how to pull resolutions into it so that those very important policy positions can be voted. Excuse me, voted on by all of our membership, um, whether you're in person or online. So. Right, and, and like I told our president, there are a lot of other issues to consider if you were to consider resolutions and everything else. That would be, um, because of, you're talking about costs, you're talking about logistics, and so there would have to be a lot of discussion Correct. about all that. And so I, I commend you guys for doing what you're doing. I think, you do, I think you're going down the right path. I think it's pretty democratic. Um, but I just wanted to... Uh, raise that point of clarity, so because I know the discussion. I guess it was a pretty, pretty, uh, uh, pretty uh, rowdy discussion about that issue uh, on one of the calls. So I just wanted to point that and bring that out. Thank you, Casey. Yeah. Okay, that uh, is it for the raised hands. I'm going again. 
Well, I don't have a, a, a strict clock on this, but we're about 11 minutes out from the top of the hour. And I, if there are no raised hands, I, I don't know what more we can say. But we've been very clear. Um, I think the agenda going forward is for me to take uh, another look at the preamble, to make contact with Denise Herminger, and to look at, um, God bless Peter Heidi on it. I'm going to go right to section 20 he, he referred. I thought that was the one that dealt with recess. Um, I thought guess, he I said guess, I 20, know. I thought I he, he said 20. 28. 28, he said. Yes. He did, I thought he said 20. Two, I'm saying 20 is recess. Yeah, oh, okay. Eight, yeah. I read 26 and 7. I didn't get the 28. But I'm going to find the language he was talking about. Because I, like Chris, I have a copy of uh, uh, a digital copy, uh, albeit one that sometimes is funky on my. <laughs> I would just like to say that as the officer liaison to this committee, that first of all, Thank you to everybody who has provided their input, uh, who has been a part of these events, um, uh, whether you, you know, in whatever form you, you, you've taken them in. Um, we're doing a, we're taking a very important step in ACB and we need each and every one of you to give this your full attention and join us Saturday evening and Sunday and help us make ACB a, a, a better organization and a more inclusive organization. So that's all I have to say and um, uh, look forward to some great discussion and, um, and moving, moving forward. So onward and upward, I guess. Yep, and I just, uh, this is Dan, I just want to encourage everybody that you're gonna see a lot of communications out over the next few days, so tomorrow, uh, on the 11th, you'll see uh, communications going far and wide on, you know, kind of the, the calendar here between uh, now and, uh, and the 14th and 15th, as well as kind of a high-level agenda, and some really good tips and tricks on how to relocate your, uh, your email uh, that was sent out and information on how you can reach out if you are having any trouble locating your voting code from vote now. Uh, so all that will be coming out on the 11th. And then on the 12th will be the preamble that John spoke about, uh, released from the Constitution and Bylaws Committee, repeating the motion that was uh, passed on the 23rd, along with the a narrative from the Constitution and Bylaws Committee and the complete list of the amendments. And, and that, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that'll be out coming out on the 12th and will be also available on Washington Connection. And it sounds like we'll also have it available yeah. as uh, a reoccurring channel message on one of our uh, ACB media channels. Yeah. And so. please, folks, um, for those, let's please, as Alice stated earlier, let's not forget our folks that do not have email access. Please use your phone trees, whatever mechanisms you have within your organizations to call people and make sure that they're aware of ways that they can listen in and be just as informed and uh, fully participate in, in this. We, we absolutely want everybody to, 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 to fully participate. And so we need your help to get that word out. So please, please, uh, we just ask you to, uh, to uh, do whatever you can do to make that happen. 
this is Betsy. It's my hands on beats. Y'all knew I was going to be late because of my other right. meeting. We, we, but we uh, my question is for you guys, and thank you, John, for all the work you've done and all the others that have helped on this writing. My question is, does anyone know how John Huffman is since we haven't heard from him? I've been meaning to ask you the last couple of times. Does anyone hear from him at all? Well, you know, I, I have seen a post from him on the voting task force saying, you know, just kind of a one-line message saying he was in support. Uh, but I haven't seen anything officially come through the Constitution and bylaws. Um, I hadn't either. I'm just um, concerned about because he, he, he's all. also on the voting task force, okay. um, their committee as well. Um, but yeah, Betsy, so you he might did, be he did write something last week. Yeah, Betsy, you might be designated to read because um, um, I don't care with you or Janelle. You guys can work it out amongst yourselves, maybe. But but I would not be the best person to read uh, these amendments come uh, Saturday. Yeah, I will have. Can you all remind me of the time so I can write them down, please? Now that I'm finally over COVID all the way. Sure. It's eight o'clock Eastern on the on Saturday, the fourteenth, and and four o'clock Eastern on Sunday, the fifteenth. I should be able to be here for most of that at Sunday. Sundays are hard for us, but I'll I'm gonna do my best to be here for most of it. So that. so Betsy, maybe you could read it on Saturday and Janelle. And Janelle read Sunday. Janelle, read it on there Sunday. There you go. There you go. No, I would like. I would like that. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't That's presuming perfect. on any one or the other, but but that looks like that looks very Solomonic. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> because we have choir, and I'm not sure if you know what's along. Yeah, whatever. Is but that's good. You both get to do it, and God knows you can do it. But I mean, my delivery would be herky jerky. I'd be listening to Jaws and parroting it back, and it, it's not pretty. It's. Uh, well, I'm right there with you, John. If I was trying to do it while listening to Jaws, mine would be, yeah. I couldn't well, mine would just be plain terrible. <laughs> well, you know, uh, went to a school for the blind, was not the fastest Braille reader, but I was certainly proficient. And then a drunk driver decided to take that away from me on 1 January 1974. So that's the story there. We're talking about the document that you last sent out, correct? Yeah, it'll go again. The whole preamble, you, you might want to read the whole the whole the committee report. You, you essentially so yes. You'll send it out again. Okay, I'll tell, I'll pull it off to you. It's gonna go out, it's gonna go out on as a matter of fact, it it'll be copied. Whatever I send to Con, uh, Connie Sims tomorrow will be CC'd to the C and B committee. Okay. Perfect. Because I have it, but Yes, with and that may preamble. need to, the, the preamble may be, may need to be tweaked a little bit because I only quoted part of the motion. I may reword that to say, the, the you know, uh, I may just quote the motion in full and, and retail of the front of that a little bit in light of today's discussion. And I, I might, I'm going to look at 28, and if there's a good quote or two that I could put in there from Robert's rules, maybe that goes into just yes. CMB members, please. What? Come in. It uses the terminology in whole, which might be good to use. Say again. Uh, 28 used the terminology in whole. Yeah. Which might be yeah, good. I'm going to look at it and whatever yeah. is support, whatever justifies. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically going to be laying the bedrock or laying the predicate for the motion to consider as a package in the whole, you know, whatever language. But I think it should be part now of the preamble of the committee report, not the motion per se, but I'm going to lay the predicate out for it.
So I don't have anything more, and I'm not hard-nosed about leaving at 6, but I don't know but that we've sort of... If other, oh yeah, it's 5.57, or my time it is, 57 after, uh, without... No, if we don't, if we don't you, have everyone. hands... I've got, I've got another meeting, so I've got to go. I think we're fine, John. To, if you yeah, need to go, go. go uh, okay, I will... Uh, uh, without objection, I will consider this meeting of the Constitution and Bylaws Committee to be adjourned. Thank you for your participation, and I will now do more work on the preamble and Robert's rules and Denise Erminger and yada yada. <laughs>